You're early. Yes, I am. Is that a problem for you? Are you in the middle of something? Let's hear it. Let's hear it, big boy. All right. Well, the long and short of it, without the big story, is that no matter what my excuse is, I will never give you another chance to beat me again. <laughs> That's what you think, right? I will have the flu. You think it's going to... I will have a wedding to be at. Oh, okay. Uh, there's, okay. Gonna be, there's, gonna, there's always going to be something to make sure that I can hold my title. <laughs> I'll be like John Cena or The Rock. The Rock, and I'm just... Can't lose if you never play again. Sorry? Can't lose if you never play again. That's it. I'm like Jerry. I'm like, I refuse to run. Before we really get into you, you know what it is that we're going to be talking about. I really don't want to, I really don't want to talk about it, but you know we have to. Before we get into that, I want to bring up something that's very positive towards me, and then we'll get to the other thing. So, Please. I'm not sure if you're aware, but the PGA Tour season just ended this week, and it's going back through all my picks throughout the year. They do picks every week, and I bet, bet on them. So I bet on 30 tournaments. And I picked the winner. I picked five guys each week. I picked the winner in 12 of the 30. So I started the year. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty good. So I started the year with uh, 100 bucks in my account. And now I've got just like just under 4,000. So it's, I'm pretty happy with that. I also Holy do like shit. matchups. I do uh, some of my matchups. It's just like one, you pick one guy against another guy. And then, uh, yeah. So I went 68, 31, and 7 on those. So 64% win rate on those. So hopefully I'm onto something. I can invest more money into it next year and turn that, uh, turn that into even more. That is sick. Yeah. So next year, you That's can even you can shadow you my... Focusing on that yeah, thing. I know. Yeah. Sticking my head in a spreadsheet all day. Greg, how much, how much money did you spend on golf this summer so that you were able to beat me? I was like, Roughly four grand. It <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all balances out. <laughs> and then you'd ask me, and how do you feel? It was worth every bit. Yeah, oh, absolutely. <laughs> I, was. Would, I would trade you, this $4,000 in right now. <laughs> we are at Evans last night, or I was at Evans. Sorry, I'm talking like Charlie and I are two people now. He's just a dog. But uh, we're over there. Just a dog. He's like, a good boy. Evan, Evan told me so many stories that you guys are out. Where, like, you went to the washroom, and RJ was like, okay, I'm going to go ahead and tell you now that when Greg gets back, he's going to be going on and on about how he beat me. <laughs> and then the second I came back. I yeah. Like, like, I got to get ahead of this one because I know Greg's going to embellish a little okay. bit. So, and he's just like, oh, okay. And yeah, the second you walk back, there's a big smile on your face. Guess what happened today, boys? <laughs> yeah, that, that made my day. Yeah, well, that made my week. It's come to this, the day has finally arrived. It's been 20, I'd say, uh, maybe not 20, let's say 15 years in the making. Greg Farnham has defeated RJ McCullough in a round of 18 holes of golf. 
Can you edit in a drum roll in there? I will. I'll, I'll, whatever you'd like, I'll put it right in there for you. <laughs> Thank you. It's not, but two things. It's not an excuse, but it was your it was your home course, so that's a little bit of advantage. Number two, though, the main thing is you just you really played really good. You didn't have the best front nine. I actually beat you on the front nine, but then the back nine, you were you were lights out. So. If there's sure, anything so you'd I like to say to now, if you want to gloat about that one hybrid that you had. But, okay, go ahead. No, I don't need to brag about it. It was a nail in the coffin. Everybody knew it. Um, but that was the game plan. So I was going to tire you out. I was trying to get too many beers in you on the back nine. It was one of those things where it was not if it was going to happen. It just had to happen. Because mm-hmm. I wasn't going to get you back in my home course the second time. <laughs> Maybe I will because you're going to want your rematch. But uh, I was like, it just has to happen. Yeah, it was a matter of time. And I ended up saying to Evan at the bar later, in a way, in hindsight, like, yes, of course I wanted to beat you. And there was a burning ember inside my stomach those last few holes. And I realized this just isn't going my way. But yeah, I knew it was over like three holes left. Eh? Like, I did. I yeah. was there was a chance. I was kind of hoping you'd hit one out of go OB. But that, that's let bygones be bygones. I, what I said to Evan was, like, in a way, it's a bit of a relief. Because every time, not only was I playing one round of golf against you, I was playing 15 years of golf against you every time we teed it up together. And, and the real good like... thing now is next time we go out there, you're going to think, oh, okay, I can, I'm, I'm just as good or better than RJ. And then it would hit you real quick that I was just sandbagging you because I really, I knew how important it was to you for you to win. And for me to come out there on a Friday afternoon, drive all the way out there, just get stiff out of the car while you've been there already practicing for a couple hours, you know the course. For me to just step out there and beat you like that, that would have been, you might as well have killed yourself. Like that, there was no coming back from that. So I'm, I'm happy for you. I'm proud of you. But don't get used to that feeling. No, that's no, it's totally fine. Okay. But it's just be able to say, if I beat you once this season, mm-hmm. maybe twice next season. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've been playing the long game. <laughs> my, a really my, long my game. Thing, you've got you've got all the lag, and when you get older, you're gonna start to shrink a little bit. I'm a small guy with a very conservative swing. It's gonna be the exact same when I'm fifty. When I'm 60, hell, even when I'm 70, it's going to be the exact same swing. I think you're going to live to 70? 220, 220, no problem. Beat it out there, get it on the green in two, one putt. My putting will be better by that point. I don't think any either of our putting can be blamed. Considering the greens were like just aerated, we didn't really putt that bad. You only missed one short putt. I probably missed two or three, but even that, that's not that bad. Yeah, I was talking while you swing, but... No, matter. no, no, that's... I can't... Like, like I said right after, I'd love to use that excuse, and if it actually did affect me, I would gladly use it, but there's... That wasn't... That didn't affect me. The the little aerations a few times, you know, we both hit a few putts, that, that kind of long putts that just sort of popped up and then finished like 10 feet short, and we were like, well, that kind of... That wouldn't have happened, but... Well, speak for yourself, but yeah. No, we both had a few of those, and it was equal. We both... We played the same course. There was no... That's true. Yeah. So, I, but I, I get the feel you're talking. I remember 
back when I ran track, it became less about winning, but worrying about somebody behind you. Mm-hmm. Takes what the thrill out of the victory. Won. Yeah. It's like, a, yeah, it's just a relief. It's like when, uh, yeah. it's like when Team Canada is playing hockey. It's like we just expect them to win, so there's so much pressure. So it's like if they don't win, it's the worst thing ever. But if they do win, it's sort of just, it's more of a relief. It's like, yeah, they won. We expect them to win. If they would have lost, it would have been awful, you know? So, the course. what I'm saying is, like, I'm like the Team Canada hockey in this in this scenario, right? Who am I, like the Russians or something? Yeah, you, sure. You can be the Russians. You can be the Americans. I just wish I was more modest about the whole thing. <laughs> that's, that's my only regret. Yeah, you. Uh, I really it's got uh, I really got guilted into paying for that dinner too. After, jeez. Like the first thing everyone yeah. said, oh, so he's he's paying for dinner, and by like the sixth person, I was just, oh, I guess I'm paying for dinner. <laughs> it also it it added injury to insult. It yeah, it was yeah, it was a tough it was a tough one, but we bounced back. You know, I was just saying how long of a week this has already been feeling, and it's only the end of Tuesday. Mm-hmm. But now that I'm thinking about that day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going into hump day. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, Just using going. it like a fire to warm yourself with. It, it, yeah. I don't like that. I don't like that. Took words right into my mouth. So what do you want to talk about? Well, I'd like to change the subject right now. So uh, yeah, there's, two, there's two other guys that uh, one of them also made a... I'm trying to make an analogy here. One of them has also made a nice come back and has done something that we never thought would ever happen. That one is Phil Mickelson. And I don't know if you saw, looked at the links I sent you, but this guy, not only is he just on an absolute like Twitter craze, he's tweeting like hundreds of tweets a day, like replies and all that. Uh, He's looking pretty good. I've never seen, I think we both said, I never did I think I see the day when Phil Mickelson's in better shape than both of us. And that's, not, you'd think that would be more of a detriment against us. It's really not. It's, he's, he's looking good. And he's just posting. Oh, like, he's showing awesome. everybody that he looks good. That, that's the one thing. But hey, shit. He's, yeah. Oh, that would yeah. feel? Oh. Just be, everyone makes fun of you for being fat your whole life and, like, having tits? Uh, that's not true. I only did that until you had your growth spurt. Art Jickelson? Yeah, I was going to bring that up, yeah. <laughs> Art Jickelson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I was actually talking yeah, about Phil Mickelson and how everyone made fun of him for having tits his whole life. And now he's looking great. He's looking no, great. I love his he's looking great. The too, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's looking, he's looking That's great. That's fun. So, now, the other guy, I mean, there is a comparison that I'm going to get to eventually, but Brooks Kepka. I'm not done with Phil. I just want to say Brooks Kepka's up pictures also came out. Uh, his nude pictures for the... ESPN Body Magazine. Uh, Matt Kuchar thought that it was nude pictures, like Tiger's nude pictures, which is funny. But, uh, yeah, what did you think of Brooks's pictures? I think he looks fantastic. Okay, okay. Uh, to, to be honest, I do this too, but I'm starting to think maybe his golf shoots are a little smaller than I thought they were. Mm-hmm. He's a big dude, mm-hmm. but uh, it's it's hard to say with the bands and stuff. Like, obviously, he's got a strong chest. I don't know. 
There's no abs there. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. So you're, was... you're wondering why not. Yeah. I, you have to. Like, he's, he's pretty lean. Mm-hmm. He's a lean, mean fighting machine. Yeah. He's, he's a clean boy. <laughs> no doubt. He looks, he looks like a... Looks like one of those Greek statues. <laughs> that just needs a few more curves on it. That's mm-hmm. all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, he specifically went on like some crazy diet just for the photo shoot and like i mean i've seen him in person with a golf shirt on obviously and he looks jacked and i have to say i mean everyone's going on and on about how great he looks he obviously looks good like i would obviously love to look like that but didn't look as good as i anticipated he would look and i'll go as far as to say not that he's in better shape but i was more impressed by phil mickelson than I was by Brooks Kepka. Which one would you say you oh, were more impressed by? Completely agree. Yeah? Good. Completely agree, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's uh, I'm not going to go into judging a naked man's body too much. Because Phil only showed us in the top half. <laughs> well, his calves are ridiculous. He was like the best he calves said, in the world. He was, yeah, he was pointing. He, yeah, he made that... <laughs> now, I'm not saying folks didn't have all this advantages. They took like a thousand photos. Mm-hmm. But from what I saw, I saw some triceps, some biceps in there. He's got a big upper frame, but for a big diet, there's no abs. No ass. I was disappointed about that. <laughs> no and, way. <laughs> well, we know that already from the pictures we've seen of him and his girlfriend. It's, it's not, yeah, but hey, bear, bearing all, yeah, it's it's lovely guy. It's not going to do it for me, <laughs> obviously. But I think it's cool for golf. It's like hey, yeah, whatever. Yeah, we wouldn't have thought like if you look at the golfers when we were growing up. Aside from Tiger, that you never, never thought you'd see a golfer like looking like that and posing. But the fat old guys are grouping the party. Yeah. Although I will say, Greg Norman was in it maybe last year or the year before, and he's. He's jacked, and he's like, I don't know, he's 60-something, and he is ripped. He's a big dude. Yeah, he's, he's like, chiseled. Um, yeah. Anything else you want to say about, about the, either Phil or Brooksy? Oh, in, in Brooks' defense, like, he's probably got all of his workouts for his swing and everything. Like, his, he looks in his golf shirt like he could be, like, in, like, a tight end or something like that. Mm-hmm. But you're playing a different sport, different game, and... Yeah. The time you're spending in the gym probably reflects that. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Fair. I could be totally wrong. Could, yeah, I'm sure he's doing exactly he what tailors his body to golf, I would assume, although he doesn't really like golf that much. I would assume he's... <laughs> That's the thing. That was my point. I was like, <laughs> yeah, so you never know. Like, no, screw this. I just want to look good naked. Yeah. Uh, did you watch the clip of what he said to that one reporter? I did not because he called me early. I gave myself 10 minutes to go through everything. Mm. Glad you did. You gave yourself lots of time to prepare. Easy. Okay, so I'll try and... Change some of the topics. I'll try and play it right now. The off-whites? It's fashion, bro. No, no, the... (laughs) It's just such a, like... This is such, like, a typical, like, golf nerd, golf, like, 40-year-old, like, white man, like... I've got two kids. Like, I don't know how to explain that. Like, it's off-white, man. It's fashion. <laughs> I guarantee the whole golf world has no clue what off white is, but it's fresh. If you're a sneakerhead, you'll get it. Right, I'm not. Or, or like, a, or in the fashion, yeah. I'm not. Well, look at me. Yeah, sneakerheads, no. Yeah, sneakerheads, yeah. sneakerheads, no. 
All right, so Nike shoes, if you pull up a picture of them online, Gregory, they're basically just like, he's called, they're called off-white, so basically kind of just like black Nike shoes. They have this big, like, white tag. Have you ever seen those shoes that have a big tag on it still? It's like a zip tie. Okay, yep. So he has that on his shoe, and uh, no one really understood what he was going for with that, I guess. So the reporter's kind of asking him about it, and he's just, it's fashion, bro. Just kind of shut them down, which is kind of typical Brooks. But, I don't know, he kind of didn't need to be that much of a dick. <laughs> they, they look cool. Yeah, they're cool. I, I mean, I would take the tag off, to be honest with you. Like, I don't want, you obviously oh, yeah, do that for too. attention. Like, you want people to look at you if you're doing that. I wouldn't want to be walking around the course with that. Yeah, that's, it's one of those things where, Someone calls you out on it, and you're someone that's, like, highly respected. Yeah. Why would you wear a tag on your shoe? Like, I don't get it either. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, he, he also, like, I mean, I love Brooks, but what's, like, since when is he, like, the the indicator of, like, what's fashionable and stuff like that? I, I don't know. He's And, like, he kind of acts like he's the only, like, the only golfer that's ever been cool. You know what I mean? Well, like Tiger's week. Tiger away. started Red Sunday. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, there's lots of golfers out there that look pretty cool. I mean, tags on his shoes too. Yeah. So interesting. Yeah, I don't really have too much to say about it. It's just sort of a it was in another. Uh, every week we seemingly have a interesting Brooks Kepka quote. So that was our one from this. No, week. I love I love watching him. I love I love. He's bringing a little controversy to golf, however he tends to do it, whether he's wearing a thong or <laughs> getting naked or doing something like that, like, whatever. Yeah. He's just, like, there's something about him. He's like uh, the Kramer, like, what's the quote on the Kramer picture when they're lit, staring at the Kramer picture? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> what, what is it, ladies? Just talking about him. Yeah. Oh, fuck I can't believe I've forgotten that now. I felt like that was in one of our bedrooms in Spirit Camp. <laughs> yeah. um, I, will, I will say, though, I was at, like, the Nike Pro Shop at Angus Glen, and they've got, like, pretty much everything Nike, latest golf stuff. And I was with some buddies, and we're, I was looking at, like, everything we were wearing. I was going, colors aren't cool anymore? <laughs> like, Everybody's wearing like a nice pair of like foot joys that like were still being sold at Golf Town like two years ago, but they were like one model off what Shooter McGavin was wearing. <laughs> and now all these golf shoes are like like what Brooks is wearing there with his with his uh, tag on it. They almost look like like Nike Freeze or something. Yeah, like they're just everything's going towards sneakers and like, like away. It's, yeah, you know, it's like how how, how how far away can we get from looking like golfers? Yeah, now they're not even going to have to wear pants any, anymore if they don't want to. Yeah, in the practice rounds, right? at least. In the practice rounds. Okay. Well, also, I found the quote. Yeah, well, practice rounds today, and then what about, what about the actual tournament? What next? about tomorrow? What's coming next? They're just going to be walking around. Yeah, around he's, he's going to find a loophole where he can just wear a thong. And, and wear, like, capris. That's fashion, bro. Yeah, it's fashion. So I found the quote. This describes how I feel about Brooks Kepka sometimes. He's a loathsome, offensive brute. 
yet I can't look away. <laughs> that's, that's the Kramer quote right there. I love that one. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's, that's like Brooke sometimes. Like he's, he's sort of strange, but you always want to watch what he's doing. <laughs> you kept making all the stops. <laughs> well, people can't bring, bring in the, the bell. bell. <laughs> so moving on, Tiger. Uh, two things: one, he had sur- another little surgery today, just to clean some stuff up. He says it's nothing su- serious, but it kind of came out of nowhere. But uh, so he's the uh, U.S. President's Cup captain. Uh, they're not playing for a little while, but he's and he has a little while to make his picks. But uh, the qualification sort of process is done. So everyone, that's, the eight that have made the team have made it. So now he's got to make four captain's picks out of uh, this whole list of guys. They sent you uh, the list. Mm-hmm. Um, Tiger's one of the people on there. So first of all, he has four picks to make. Do you think he's going to pick himself? Yeah. Yeah? Well, if not this time, is like... That's true. Is he just waiting for the next one? He's not getting any younger. <laughs> so, yeah, like you think that he wants to do it one last time kind of thing? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know because he just had surgery, so I guess, and he didn't really play well, but I guess if he, he is Tiger Woods, if anyone, he also could put himself on the team and then not play that much, I guess. Uh, it didn't stop him at that U.S. Open. No, it doesn't stop him. Like, he went to the Ryder Cup last year and played like shit, but he was on the team. Um, I don't know, like a captain has so much stuff to do. And he seems to be, like, enjoying the camaraderie and stuff like that the last few years. And there's also, like, he's going to have to leave off, like, some really good players if he doesn't pick himself. Like, he's, I think for sure he's going to pick Tony Finau. So that brings it down to three. I don't think he'll pick Phil. But then, like, Gary... Why not? Would, yeah, Phil has played like shit this year. And he's, Phil doesn't even seem like he cares about golf right now. <laughs> so... Well, he's discovered Twitter. Yeah, he's discovered Twitter, and he's discovered... He's basically like an Instagram model right now. He's just getting all the likes and all the attention for his looks, and he's he's soaking it all, and he's getting a lifetime's worth of <laughs> compliments. He's making up for lost time. Yeah, no one's talking about his looks all this time. Yeah. So, uh, I'll ask you first, and then I'll go, but from that list of four, what four do you think would be the best pick? Do you have it in front of you? I'm looking at it. Yeah, all right. I'd say Spieth or Fowler in there. Okay. Maybe Kister. I feel like I've seen his name a lot this year. Yeah, he's been he's been really good this year. Those would probably be my four. For Tiger, Fowler, Spieth, and Kisner? Yeah, that's what I'd think. Yeah, that's a good I one. guess. But you're you're the one that's uh, making all the money on your bets. So, <laughs> well, this is probably there's probably a lot of money on this bet for you too, right? No, because I mean I'm sure you can bet on it, but I'm not going to just because it's like it's not uh, it's literally just someone's choice, like it's whatever Tiger wants to choose. I think he'll go Finau, uh, Kisner, and then I think he'll take. Because it's the President's Cup, it's not as big as the Ryder Cup, so I think he'll take one of the young kids, Wolf or Morikawa. I think he'll take Wolf. So that's three, and then I don't think he'll take Spieth. Spieth hasn't had a very great year, and he's like always on these teams again. I don't think he'll take Phil or Bubba. I've got Sneds, or sorry, I've got Kisner already. 
No to Snedeker. So I think it's between Reed and Fowler and Woodland. Um, I think I'd have to look at whoever's playing the best right now. I would I would guess Fowler, but out of those three, whoever's playing the best. So Finau, let's say Finau, Fowler, uh, Kisner, and whoever, and Wolf. So we'll see. We will see who prevails. But yeah, I think definitely Kisner. He's been plus. He's a very like a lot of the guys on the U.S. team. You know, Kepka and all those guys. They most of them, Justin Thomas, they all crank the ball out there. Uh, like they're all good short games, but they all like their their main thing is hitting the ball far. Like DJ, that's kind of how they take advantage of the course. Whereas Kisner hits the ball not as far, but dead straight, and he's one of the best putters on tour. So when you have those match type things, like how even when we're just playing like two of us, how anytime it's when someone's making putts, like that's so it's such a huge momentum swinger. And then if you're on yeah. a team with a guy, just knowing he's going to be hitting it in the fairway, hitting it on the green, like pretty much he's making par. At worst, every hole, like, he's amazing at match play because he doesn't, his he doesn't have much variable. Like he doesn't make many bogeys. Yeah, he doesn't give him any weak spots. Exactly. I know that. Oh yeah. Guy has one good round and he thinks he's Brooks Kepka. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna Donald send you looking. candid photos of myself, <laughs> nude with bangs. <laughs> just holding the scorecard up to your face. I'm not, I'm not gonna hide anything behind my thigh. How long did it take you to put that scorecard up on your fridge? <laughs> <laughs> no, not very. <laughs> uh, okay. Oh, yeah. So, r- Tour Championship, Rory won. We're not going to get too much into that because, I mean, everyone who was going to watch it watched it. I watched it. I thought it was great. I also bet on Rory. I won all three playoff events. Not a big deal. That was cool. Um, <laughs> I won them. <laughs> not them. I won them. But uh, so that won me some money. But and it was cool. Like the format ended up not being a big deal. Like Rory would have won regardless of if they would have started all at even par or the way they did it with the ten under, eight under, etc. Uh, yeah. So that didn't really matter. It ended up being really exciting at the end. A lot of good players had a chance down the stretch. Um, but the question I wanted to ask you: How many strokes? So let's just put it to something that we can actually justify. So how many strokes? Would to, if you were playing four rounds, so four days in a row against Rory McIlroy, what would you have to start minus what? Would you think you would have to start to think you could that you would bet on yourself to beat Rory? Can we play from the blues instead of the tips? Yeah, you play. Let's say you play the blue, like the let's say you play sixty five hundred yards and he plays seven thousand or whatever. So you're playing. So it's equivalent. Like, so your drives are basically ending up in relatively the same spots. Mm. But other than that, everything's the same. Probably. Uh, well, obvi- obviously between sixty and eighty strokes. Okay. Somewhere in there. That's what I think for me. Okay. I'm gonna go ahead and say sixty-five strokes. Sixty-five. That's what I mean. Yeah. Okay. So I'm, yeah. I'm going to do, you say, Greg says 65. I also think, like, that's not me testing limits. I think I could safely beat him. Really? With 65 strokes. I think, if I'm playing from the blue. I think he would absolutely massacre you if you had 65 strokes. Really? Yep. I'm going to play this out. So if he shoots, let's say he shoots five under oh, a round. Okay. So he's 20 under. I'm start doing the knot. 
He's Wait, 20 under. 20? If you usually shoot around, like, let's say 80, you're playing with Rory, you're going to be nervous, there's going to be... Yeah, uh, you're right. Players. So let's say you shoot 85, and you're probably going to have at least one day that's way worse than that. But let's say 85, so that's, like, he's going to be 20 under, you're going to be at least... If you play your absolute best and he just plays, like, pretty average, that's 70 shots right there. I think you would need, like... <sighs> Like, cause I figure I one of these days like, you're probably really gonna shoot hard. like a 95. I think I think you'd need I, I would I would want a hundred to feel like I could do it. Really? Yeah. yeah. No, I, I when I start doing the math there and thinking about how far under he would be after four yeah. days. Yeah, and, I was thinking he was gonna. Like, and the stress. When I did that equation. I had him at par. I didn't yeah, think about how yeah, far under he. True. Especially with that, you're gonna have a few holes where you just blow up. You know. Anyone that says, like, they wouldn't be bothered by oh. the cameras and stuff. Oh, God. Remember what it's like when the gallery, like, just, just any course you're playing, whenever it's on the patio on the first team. Yeah. If the, even if, what like, are they doing? They're watching you. Yeah. Even if, like, the group behind you pulls up, like, you're standing on a tee box and the group behind kind of inches up behind, it's like, oh, fuck these guys. Just fucking linger. Yeah, yeah. Give me some linger. room. And then you hit a bad tee shot, like, oh, these fucking guys here. <laughs> Oh, I, I know exactly for them. what I'm blaming it on. Yeah. No doubt about it. Okay, so, um, yeah, Rory won. It is crazy how far he hits it and how well he hits, like, off his driver. He's not a big guy at all. I mean, you, when you watch his swing, it makes sense, but when you stand, like, I'm, he's probably, I know this is a ricochet shot right here, but he's probably your height. I like to think that with my hair, maybe, mm. maybe I can inch up on him. Maybe oh, not. Is the hair transplant started to, the growth has started? Easy. Easy. That doesn't have to be on there. Oh. No, no one needs to know about that publicly. <laughs> oh, I won't mention the you other, can... I won't mention the other multiple uh, surgeries. Procedures? Procedures that you've had to. Okay, good. these are pretty standard things. No, those are those are external. Those are private. I'll I'll, I'll cut there. So uh, Chappelle, I do, I do think we're relatively the same height, Rory and I. Yeah, you just like, it's just crazy. Like when you and this isn't a diss. Like you you hit it. I think pretty pretty far for your height. Like you hit it. You hit the one like right around. I don't know. You hit it in a two eighty three hundred when you were cranking them out there, and he just destroys it. Yeah, well, that year when he really started working out. Yeah. It, watch watch him on sports science. It explains like like you have some lag in your swing, you're taller, you got way more rotation being a taller guy. You've got a good golf body. Okay. But he the rate at which his hips and shoulders snap is like exponentially faster than everybody else's on tour. Oh yeah. And that's why he hits it so far. His core and, and, and with his swing, it's like Split second, his whole body's just boom, boom. Hey, just boom. pops it. Yeah, it's it's wild. What was this I saw? Okay, would you rather have uh, Rory McIlroy's driving, like off the tee, uh, Phil Mickelson's short game, or Jordan Spieth's putting? Uh, okay. Well, I already told you about my long game with my swing and. Wanting to be able to consistently beat you when I'm 60. 
And Rory, he's not going to maintain that swing that long. His body will start deteriorating. So, I want the putting. Okay, okay. Yeah. I, I thought long and hard yeah. about it. I I, well, I went with Mickelson's short game because like but your short game's already exceptional. I know that's that's what kind of made me lean against it. But if you think anything inside like a hundred yards, and you're guaranteed basically inside ten feet. Like that's think of you'd never shoot worse than like a seventy five. Yeah, I was thinking more. My games get from there, but is around it? the green, like yeah, your, your ball striking is pretty good. Like that. Your ball striking is good. Okay. You're chipping though. Like when I think of Phil Mickelson, I know his approach shots are encompassed in there, but his chipping is like legendary. Yeah, it is, and that's probably the best and part of my game. It's my a chipping. Feet. My chipping is so. Nice. I don't know. My putting. I don't expect it or drain 10, 12, 15 footers for birdie. True. It doesn't happen. It would be nice to look like on a 30-footer standing up there actually thinking, like, I'm going to make this instead of, oh, I hope I get it close enough for a tap-in. I don't have to three-putt. <laughs> right. I think if yeah. I could, if someone considered me a good putter, I think I'd take conservatively four shots off yeah. my game. Like that could be like if you were to make a quest to get to scratch golfer, putting is that the one thing that you would need difference. to. Yeah. Cause I feel like ball striking, you've already seen just from playing so much this year, it's so consistent. You never really hit a bad, like you didn't hit, like not everything was a perfect shot, but you didn't hit any of the really bad shots, uh, which comes yeah, with consistency. You're playing a lot. Like yeah. Whereas uh, yeah, like putting, you would have to, your chipping's fine. And then, uh, yeah, your putting usually is, is not, especially short putts you're usually good at. But, yeah, like, that's one that's, like, the sneaky biggest difference between a pro. Like, obviously, everyone looks at how great pros hit the ball, but their putting is unbelievable. That was the biggest difference I saw this year because, for me, I shot 174. So I'm no great, you, you know how well I golf. And it's, it's for guys our age who go out golfing, it's decent. Good. Decent to good. Not great. But I, I thought to be able to break 80, every iron shot would have to be as crisp. Like, you'd have to hit it 10 out of 10 every time. But, you know, four shots, whether it's a drive, an approach, a putt, a chip, whatever, if you hit it like 60%, 70% good consistently for all four shots, you're probably making par. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, that you don't was have my to be perfect. I think it's more about limiting your bad shots and your misses. Yeah, like, I think Springfield's Agreed. a good course for that because a lot of the times you do just lay back off the tee, sort of like we should have at Briars because you don't need to hit a driver, and then like the the benefit of hitting a driver doesn't outweigh the chances that it could ruin your hole. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I pretty much. Pretty much end on that. I want to ask you if you've seen Dave Chappelle's Netflix stand-up yet. He's my, he's the goat in my opinion. Really? Yeah, I love Dave Chappelle. He's just like I, he's such a way to. He can just be speaking, and like it's not even a joke, and it's hilarious. I mean, this stand-up was he went all in on everything controversial, and I loved it. But I love him. If you're not pushing the envelope, 
don't get in front of the mic. Yeah, but a lot of people aren't anymore. And I think that was one of the points he was trying to make with this. But yeah, he goes in on, like, he talks about Michael Jackson, R. Kelly, like, school shootings. Like, he talks about everything. Also, if you watch it, at the end, let the credits roll through, and then there's another 25 minutes piece at the end. But you can't, apparently you can't fast forward. You have to just let it roll through. Okay, well, that's, in fairness, I would have watched it by now because I was so excited when he released those back-to-backs like yeah. two or three years ago. Yeah. I remember I watched them with Dave, and we were sitting there, and the first 10 minutes is great, the mm-hmm. both specials. Yeah. But after the first one, I was like, I don't even know if I want to watch the next one because I also love him. So I'm excited to know with with your accreditation that this, this is a good special, especially if he's pushing the envelope because, like... Big time. He's right. Like, 2017, everyone was... They were, like, insulted, offended about everything, but now everybody's just full-out outraged. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All the time. Yeah. No, it was... I'm hoping, I'm hoping there's a revert in the next, like, three or four years. Usually everything kind of reverts back to the mean. Um, but, yeah, I thought the last time you put out the two specials, I thought the first one was kind of meh, but I thought the second one was really, really, really good. And then this time I thought was his best. And then also this other guy, this comedian that I love, he's my favorite, like, up-and-coming comedian, Andrew Schultz. He released, I don't know if you'd call it a special, he released, like, a half-an-hour stand-up thing on YouTube, so it's free. Um, and it's just, like, crowd work. Like, he just goes out and just does, like, crowd work for half an hour, and it's hilarious. Like, he, he pushes the line pretty hard, too, but it is hilarious. I would recommend watching that for sure, too. It's Like I said, it's on YouTube, so you can watch it anywhere. I've got time on my hands. Yeah, so... Watch those two uh, stand-ups, and uh, we can talk about those next week. Because we're still going to do the podcast, oh. obviously, even though the golf season's... PJ Tour season's over, but golf season's never over. You like that? I'm playing Saturday. I'm probably playing Thursday. Yeah, I got to try if and... If the date falls through Friday, I'll be golfing Friday. With you. I'll force you out. I'll beat your ass like a Cherokee drum. <laughs>